you want to imagine a 15 minute city, you just look at Gaza. Gaza is the first, it's the prototype of the 15 minute city. It has AI machine guns mounted above the gates, constant surveillance, the controlled existence, the lack of rights, the lack of prosperity, obviously, the inability to even get sufficient food or water. They say they want globalism to eliminate war because without nations, you won't have war. This is what awaits us. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Did you know that Acapulco is meant to be a 15-minute city? (laughs) But of course. What other way could it possibly go? Ladies and gentlemen, I have investigative journalist Daniel Fournier on the line, and he helps us break down the reality of weather weapons, geoengineering, and the plan to bring the world to its knees. Guys, I'm grateful to have back on the line investigative journalist Daniel Fournier. He's from Canada. I've had him on before. And today we're going to talk about private entities, but more specifically, geoengineering and so many other ways they're trying to bring us to our knees. Of course, we know what happened here recently in Acapulco, that Cat 5 hurricane. Was that a weather weapon? Sure looks like it to many researchers. How about what happened in Maui? Directed energy weapons? Well, how does that relate to geoengineering? because of the aluminum, because we're now highly combustible, like the fires we saw in California, they can be triggered at any time to drum people out of their homes and off their property. And do you think insurance will help you rebuild? Think again. This is all part of United Nations Agenda 2030, and we're going to uncover a great deal of it today with Daniel Fournier. Daniel, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hi, I'm great, Sean. How are you? Good. I'm glad we were able to pull this together on short notice. Special investigation, geoengineering and weather modification in Canada. And I would add around the world, this is Daniel's website, his Substack guys. Now, before we start, I do want to play this important clip. I won't play the whole thing, but I'll leave a link below. Private entities, guys, as I covered with Corey Diggs recently, private entities like Gavi, and more than 70 others across the world enjoy immunity from paying taxes because they're not slaves like you, Surf, and from obeying laws, they are in fact above the law, which brings us to Pascal Najati, I've had him on the show, and his cry for justice and arrests in Geneva, Switzerland, which Najati says is the head of the snake. And by the way, his father formed the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab back in the late 70s, early 80s, and Najati's father Well, he walked away in disgust because he clearly saw early on that Klaus Schwab is a viper. So let's listen to just a bit from Najati about the head of the snake, which is in Geneva, Switzerland. Geneva looks beautiful. It's beautiful. It has a lake. It has a shadow. It's very peaceful, but there is a dark side to it. Everything evil in the world related to demo side unfortunately comes from Geneva. You have WHO in Geneva. You have Gavi. Then you have the VEF, the World Economic Forum, which my father was a co-founder and left Paul Schwab out of disgust in the early 80s, that has diplomatic immunity. I, as a Swiss citizen, right here now, declare that the VEF is not eligible anymore for diplomatic immunity. I call on the Swiss authorities and security to arrest those people immediately. Why the VEF, WHO, Gavi, Big Pharma, Big Tech, Bill Gates, all advocated a global humanity 
injection by a bioweapon injecting nanolipids into 5.7 billion people. And we Swiss are hosting them. That's terrible. We cannot tolerate any entity that promotes poison to be injected into humanity. But you've done it. I'm the victim. I'm dying from it. And my mother too. All right. We'll pause it there. Like I said, I've had Najati on the broadcast. He did take the vaccine. He obviously regrets it. And he's speaking out against this mass genocide. In fact, he calls it democide. And the head of the snake is in Geneva, Switzerland. Friends, people are waking up in droves. The question is, can we take our nations back from the World Economic Forum vipers like Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden and Emmanuel Macron and all of those who are on board with the extinction of humanity? And that's what it is. All right. Enough of me. Daniel Fournier, welcome back. You know, geoengineering and uh, chemtrails and all the stuff they're doing to the environment. It's all part of United Nations Agenda 2030. And it's all part of the DPOP agenda, just like the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine that Najati just talked about there. Oh, yeah, you see the you already see the parallels. I mean, between uh, everything that happened during the COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of it relates to geoengineering, you know, because. You know, I did a a long series on comparing the, you know, COVID-19 so-called pandemic, right? with the the holocaust because uh i I think we talked about that a little bit last time because there are a lot of parallels right uh and a lot a big part of it was depopulation you know i mean there's (laughs) there's plenty of evidence to point towards that now the geoengineering is 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 it's kind of harder to prove but it's it's definitely there i've done the research i have three parts to my geoengineering series about 235 pages long. I won't get into all the nitty gritty. Um, but basically, uh, one has to wonder, you know, is, is this really what they want to do? Is Are they using these means to depopulate? Because if you look at all the toxic metals that they're putting up there, the, there's evidence to suggest that. And, you know, at the same time, they're ruining our natural environment, our water supplies and everything. Uh, there's plenty of evidence to that that shows that I lay it out in my series, you know. So, um, yeah, a lot of nefarious stuff going on, and it's uh, hard to get answers. I, I've been in contact with many government agencies um, regarding these issue, issues. They, they've answered a lot of my questions, but a lot of them, the important ones remain unanswered. So, uh, yeah, who are our government officials really working for, right? Same thing up here in Canada, U.S., and elsewhere in the world. It's It seems like they're all bought and paid for. You talked about the WEF. We have, like, so much infiltration with WEF. Our, you know, deputy prime minister, she's on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum. You can't make this stuff up, right? Well, that's right, and so is Trudeau. Right. A young World Economic Forum global leader like so many others. And that guy is obviously so obviously a snake. He's really hated by anyone in Canada who can think. Is there anybody left legitimately organically in Canada who supports that viper, whose dad was also a viper? And by the way, Justin Trudeau is more aptly named Justin Castro Trudeau because it's far more likely that his real father was Fidel Castro. Does anybody up there actually like that guy and support him? 
he he has more and more difficulty going out in public now because he, he's getting harassed by people and yelled at because the, the people are just so sick of him. How he stays in the office is, is really beyond me. Uh, I mean, he can stay in power till 2025, but, but uh, lots of things have been going on. Like things have been discovered last week that uh, we in Canada, we during the COVID-19 pandemic, we had something um, called um, Arrive Can. So if you're traveling from abroad, you come back to Canada is basically almost like a vaccine passport. Right. And it, the, the whole thing was it cost like fifty four million dollars and it, it, it was it was done like under some fraudulent con uh, contracts and all of this is coming to light now. And it's, it's probably going to, it's probably going to surface in the parliament. And even last week, it's incredible. Like the liberal government, uh, they were, they had a parliamentary committee where they had uh, the, the opposition party, the conservatives, they brought in some, uh, uh some high level people from the rcmp the rcmp is the royal canadian mounted police and they were ready to testify on for example some chinese interference and things like that and you know members of the liberal party they they, they just they just like uh installed this motion right and the, the whole committee got cancelled before it even got started before the rcmp uh had got a chance to testify so like they're they're covering up their crimes and uh it, it's i i'm just surprised they're still in power it's just incredible. well it, it begs the question at what point will there be an uprising in which these people are pulled from power okay because they're so obviously traitors to their nations not just trudeau not just macron but Biden and everybody pretty much in the Biden administration. All right. So let's turn our attention to what you've been writing about here. I'll show your sub stack, special investigation, geoengineering and weather modification in Canada. And I would add all over the world. Did you see what happened to Acapulco? I know you've been following Jeff Berwick, who has a home in Acapulco. Look at the devastation as this tropical storm was magnified and turned into a Cat 5 hurricane and the people had no warning. And I do have a theory about Acapulco and cartels. We can get back to that in a minute. What do you make of this? What do you make of the Maui dues, the weather weapons being used in Maui? To me, it's all part of United Nations Agenda 2030. What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, weather warfare, that was in, I think, part one of my uh, of my series. People can go have a look at it. I mean, the U.S. military has been involved in this for at least 70 years, <laughs> if not longer. And um you, you can this is not really a conspiracy theory people can consult you know official sources like uh, i was watching a video not that long ago uh from i guess uh i guess i think you had on your show did you have uh, dr anna mehal che or something like yeah, that yeah i did twice mm -hmm. okay so she had uh interview i think it was in 2022 i i forget the guest maybe nikki something and uh, she was showing during the video uh how how they were using the geoengineering on the west coast in the Pacific Ocean on the off the west coast of the United States and Canada, uh, and I think she was showing some NASA. You you can look up these uh, their NASA worldview map or something like that. They're they're basically satellite shots, and she was showing uh, like the same kind of uh, time period where they had uh, like some of those wildfires in California, and you know they, they they really needed rain like with those wildfires but they were actually suppressing uh those 
types of weather systems. I don't know if it's El Nino or whatever, but uh, those weather systems that usually come in and bring clouds and rains. And they just had techniques where you had like hundreds of miles of basically it's like a wall. You can almost draw a straight line and all the clouds are on, you know, on the western. And, and there's a, you know, maybe a, a hundred miles or so with it's actually clear. So in other words, they're preventing the, the clouds from coming in, maybe have some rainfall. So like, is that purposely to, you know, let the fires burn like hotter? Like, like that, that doesn't make much sense. I mean, and the evidence is there. You can see it. You can see it in these satellite shots. So, so it wouldn't surprise me what would be going on in Acapulco. The only, I haven't done a deep dive into it yet, but um, I don't know. Did you get any more information about it was a hurricane without like, like heavy rain it was mostly winds uh, yeah that's according to jeff berwick but uh you know more importantly is the fact that it turned into a cat five and it's devastated the region it's devastated everything the structures in many cases are still standing these high-rise condos and hotels but the roofs are gone the windows are gone they're going to be saturated with moisture all day every day and rain that will compromise the integrity of the structures they won't be inhabitable so everything will have to be raised and rebuilt from the ground up which is exactly the model we saw in maui how convenient and by the way the human toll, the suffering on the ground. I want to go back to something I was just playing in a second. We don't even need to speak Spanish. I won't even play it. I just want you all to see the anguish in this woman's face, because this is what the New World Order does to people all over the world every single day. Hardworking people who can barely get by are turned into even more desperate serfs by things like this. We're told they're natural disasters, but I tell you what, in just about every case, they are engineered events designed to bring people to their knees to give the power that ought not be in this world more control. It's all about consolidation and control. Daniel, that's what we're talking about here, is the subjugation of human beings across the world. I want your response on that, and then I'm going to tell you about my theory about Acapulco. Yeah, okay. You just sparked a couple of thoughts here. Um, there, there are definitely parallels between what happened in Hawaii and what happened in Acapulco. And when I was researching too, and uh, I came across uh, in the United States, you call them FOIA requests, but here we call them ATI or ATIP requests, access to information. Mm-hmm. And there was one that dated from 2012, uh, and I believe it was from a former premier of the province of uh, British Columbia. And in that particular document, um, there was uh, Environment Canada at the time, because now it's called Environment and Climate Change Canada. Back then it was called Environment Canada. And they had kind of a, a, it was a secret like PowerPoint presentation uh, about the geoengineering. And one of the slides, it was really interesting because at the end, there was some uh, questions from the panel members. And one of them was from the Department of National Defense, actually. Uh, and one particular side uh, question uh, ha- posed was, was there, has there been any form of like rogue geoengineering? <laughs> and the answer was all redacted. So that obviously implies that yes. Now, did, was Canada involved with that? Or was another nation such as the United States or another nation involved with that? And this is in Canada. Uh, we don't have the answer. <laughs> Yeah. Or or was it private entities that have immunity? Right. Like these 76 private entities and organizations I just discussed with Corey Diggs recently. They're above the law. Okay, 
they have immunity from prosecution, so they act with impunity. Sure. Yeah, and talking about private entities, uh, we're talking pre-recorded too. In Canada, unlike the U.S., you have the FAA that you know that monitors the airspace and everything. But in Canada, like we gave that up, we sold that out in the late 1990s to an organization, a private entity called NAV Canada, N-A-V Canada. And I looked into them, and, uh, and there's some really f- fishy stuff going on because it's first of all, it's a, a private entity controls 100% of our airspace, you know, with the exception of some uh, military, you know, airspace for special um, special military operations or things like that. And I tried to find out like who owns them because uh, they're a, like not not for profit corporation. Uh, but they 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 still have ownership in in the form of bonds. So uh, I try to find information. Though, okay, well, who owns the bonds? <laughs> and I emailed them. I asked them twice. Uh, you know, with an official media request because I'm a journalist, right? Uh, and I never got any answers. So like we don't know like who they're like who owns them and the ceo actually the ceo of nav canada is also the ceo of airron corporation in the us and they have ties to us defense contractors you know so like you know in other words like i i don't know for sure but in other words like like let's say nav canada would permit us air you know aircraft come fly uh you know operations geoengineering or operations on our on our soil if they give them permission no but there's no oversight right and we have actually between the united states and canada we have a treaty that the uh, countries are supposed to warn each other if they're going to be geoengineering related events uh they're, they're obligated by this treaty to warn each other <laughs> and that's the cover image for my first uh, first of the series that you showed on screen earlier. I made some uh, ATIP requests also about because uh, I did I did some ATIP requests about my province uh, for just a period of the last the year and a half or so, and then nothing showed up. Okay, so I made another one <laughs> for the last two years for all provinces, and I haven't heard back yet. But uh, hopefully. <laughs> We'll see yeah. what's going on. Oh, and another really interesting one uh, that came from an ATIP, uh, another ATIP request from another geoengineering outfit is in my province of Quebec. I think from April 15, 2009, all the way to late 2021, there were spraying operations by an unidentified company uh, that, that, you know, because uh, in Canada, uh, we have Transport Canada, and they're supposed to uh, allow or approve these whatever flights for geoengineering activities because, you know, they're supposed, they have to check for safety and everything. Uh, but everything was redacted in the 162-page document. Like, we don't know which company did these springs, and yeah. the substances are the substances are not even revealed, and nor is the purpose. Like, what, of course. what's going on? Yeah. So I tried. I made two requests from two different agencies, Transport Canada, another one, to try to get answers. And uh, you know, like, if we're being sprayed upon by these, you know, chemicals, then like, like, these are crimes against humanity. That's assault. You know, that's right. That be investigated. It's just like the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, right? They didn't want to release the ingredients, and Pfizer coordinated and collaborated and uh, 
conspired with the FDA to try to cover up the documents for 75 years. And a judge said, nope, you got to release them. But here's the point. The reason this is all happening and the reason that FOIAs are redacted or they're ignored altogether in the case of what you're going through in Canada is that these are no longer countries. These are holding corporations for Mr. Global. And we, the people, are the expendable resource, the currency that they believe they own in which they trade in. Does that sound like puffery or hyperbole, guys? Listen to this. Rothschild weather derivatives. They have created a market where they can bet on weather. And if they control the weather, how do you think those bets typically go for them? How about in the case of Acapulco? I wonder what the weather derivatives looked like for what was happening in Acapulco. Did did people profit? Did people make billions? And by the way, guys, as you look at this footage, a Cat 5, the result of a Cat 5 hurricane, look at these hollowed out shells of hotels and condominiums. Where are these people going to go? There are no windows left. These are not structures that are inhabitable. Tens of thousands of people have been displaced. All oceanfront property, again, just like we saw in Maui. Guys, this is Mr. Global. And the point is to bring humanity to its knees, which brings me to my theory about Acapulco. This may be a little cockamamie, or it may be spot on, I'm not sure which. If you imagine the control the cartels have in Mexico, which Jeff Berwick talks about a lot, which makes the federal government impotent, the cartels have control. The cartels have made huge investments in properties in places like Acapulco and all of these resorts around the world. It really begs the question, If the cartels get a little too big for their britches and Mr. Global wants to pull them back in line and the cartels say, nope, we have all the power now. What are you going to do about it? And Mr. Global says, hmm, keep your eye on Acapulco and takes out all the cartels investments. How quickly will the cartel get back in line with Mr. Global? That's just one theory. But I'm telling you, Daniel, when you think of weather weapons and the power of Mr. Global, if this indeed was a weather weapon and they can take out an entire region We're not talking about a few city blocks here. We're talking about an entire vibrant region. Mr. Global has that kind of power. Good God, man. What in the world are we supposed to do? Yeah, a couple of points here. Uh, I mean, just I have uh, some quotes in my series from uh, JFK and also Johnson, President Johnson in the late 60s, who controls the weather, controls the world. I mean, there's no other there's no other weapon that's 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 more powerful than that, you know, the weather, I mean, arguably there's, there's nuclear weapons, but that's, that's kind of crazy. So you have to, you have to ask like who benefits the bono, right? And a couple of interesting points too about Mexico is that uh, maybe people don't know this, but Mexico's uh, the only country I know of that actually banned geoengineering. So they're not supposed to have this at all. So it, it, it means that there's, there's some other entity like, that performed these geoengineering events. You make a great yeah. point. International yeah. waters. They were yeah. attacked by a hurricane. International waters. Okay, that's not Mexican airspace. They were hit by a Cat 5 hurricane that just hours before, five hours before was a tropical storm. Nobody had any warning. So isn't that interesting? Because when I was in Mexico and I've been there several times in the past year, you're right. No chemtrails, no GMO foods. They kicked out Monsanto too. See what I'm getting at here? I'm not so sure if this was maybe a threat against the cartels now. Maybe it was just a threat against the federal government. Fall in line with Mr. Global. You need to bring GMOs back. You need the chemtrails back. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But they were hit by a Cat 5 hurricane that came out of international waters, man. 
Yeah, I mean, many many countries are involved in geoengineering. I mean, I lived in China for a long time, and, and they got like got pretty extensive operations for geoengineering. They don't necessarily use it. They probably do use it for for warfare purposes, but they use it for many other purposes. But like the United States is the only country that I see that has the means to to pull off these kind of you know weather assaults. We'll call them weather weather assaults, you know, because that's what they are. I I, I mean, and why Mexico too? I mean. It's a little bit strange. Maybe it is a message because they banned geoengineering. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a, a, an expert on Mexico, so I don't know, like, who really runs the country, is the cartels and all that. But if you look around the world, and you've talked about this before, you know, it's if you talk about cartel, the real cartels are the banking cartel, right? I mean, like, they're the head of the snake. And in Switzerland, you started off with that. Uh, everything is in Switzerland. We talked about this last time, the Bank for International Settlements and so on, you know, all the banking families, the banking elites, uh, you know, they all have like their operations there. Uh, they come in from the shadows and everything is emanates back down from, you know, the top of the pyramid past the BIS and all the central banks. So uh, it's just like that Rothschild said. <laughs> Uh, a couple of centuries ago, I care not You're who not makes, who makes the laws, nation's right? laws, as long as I control the nation's currency and I control yeah. the British currency. Let me show you something. We might have just discovered a bit of breaking news here as we stumble through this conversation. The project has selected the cities of, who knows how to say that word, Kitaro, Puebla, and Acapulco to be 15-minute cities, guys, planned impact. The project seeks to develop a pathway to impact that explicitly seeks to support three distinct communities. Anyway, smart cities, evidently Acapulco was meant to be one. Okay, we just found at least part of our answer as to why this happened, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, again, we have this word rogue, right? The things It seems like things are growing rogue all around the world. I mean, I mean just look what happened, what's been happening in... in in Gaza, you know, Israel, I mean, that's just a, another big rabbit hole. But I mean, you showed, it was really interesting because you showed the cover of The Economist magazine, which is 40% owned by a Rothschild group, by the way. Uh, and they seem to project, they always have like these annual kind of covers where they have this, this really kind of mystical images and everything. And they had the one with the Hamas hand glider, and this was from late, uh, I forget the year, 2012, early 2013. Like, that can't be a freaking coincidence. I mean, they, they like to project these things just like they do in movies, you know, and uh, I think it's part of their ethos, right? Uh, like, they want to warn us about these things, and they say, oh, it's on us. That's right. Uh, you know, and you talked about a famous quote before. I, I have one uh, I'll read to you from a series because I was on a few podcasts not that long ago. And, um, you know, I lived in China for for a long time. And uh, there was a great philosopher named Confucius. OK. And he he kind of worked in the government court. Right. He worked in the court. And this was like during Zhou Dynasty. This was like 2,500 years ago. And listen to this quote, because it really it, it holds true exactly to today. He said, signs and symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. And if you if you just look at the symbols, the symbology, just the Apple logo, anything, you know, uh, 
they, they put the NASA logo. They put their they put these hints everywhere, and people are just blind to them. Even just the Apple logo, they see every day. They don't even <laughs> they don't even realize that you know there's a bite in the Apple <laughs> right. that signifies something. The original you know Apple logo had the colors of the rainbow, but only six colors, not the seven colors. You know what's and funny. Thing, that's the same thing with the pride flag and there's a whole bunch of you know meaning behind that uh it's and look at the first apple computer sold for guess how much 666 dollars and 66 cents let me tell you something funny about apple i just said this i just said this to my wife the other day okay it's so obvious in hindsight that they would allow apple to be the company i remember blackberry and the share of the market blackberry had it's no surprise that Apple would develop the technology and win the race to put a device, a track and trace device in everybody's pocket, and then to add injury to insult, everybody, we're talking about hundreds of millions of phones in people's pockets with a blasphemous logo on it, the apple with a bite out of it, referring specifically to the Garden of Eden and Eve, Adam and Eve. That's what the logo represents. So of course, the serpent, Tempting humanity, tempting Eve to take a bite of the forbidden fruit, which y'all put in your pocket. Of course, it's so clear in hindsight. Yeah, and just just a couple, just a couple interesting notes on the two founders. Right, we have Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak. Okay, Steve Steve Wozniak. He, some would argue, he was the brains behind that. But you know, you could do your research. It it, it just seems like a CIA or InQtel operation to me. Uh, but you look at, at Steve Wozniak, he was a 33rd degree, or he is a 33rd degree Freemason. And you know that the World Economic Forum, they had these uh, uh, cyber attack simulations for the past few years, uh, except for last year and this year, uh, called Cyber Polygon. People can look this up, okay? And he was a guest uh, on the last one, I think it was uh, 2021 or 2022. Uh, he was talking about Apple, you know, oh, Apple, don't worry, Apple doesn't, you know, share, uh, it respects your privacy, doesn't share, like, your pictures or anything, then you, we, we know that's BS. He's just lying through his teeth. And the reason I bring this up is um, I was on some other podcasts, too, and you talked also often about the alien deception, distraction, that, that this might be a false flag coming up. I did a two-part series on that. That was the first part, and I, I think that's just a distraction. I don't think they're going to go for it because, you know, they rolled out those those guys in front of Congress uh, a couple months ago, like uh, talking about aliens, re-recovered biologics, and, and people were just laughing at them, so they can't go with that, so... What, what I think they're going to do is they're going to run uh, the next big false flag. And this is all with the goal of, you know, getting the next financial system in place. OK, because they want the CBDC, but to get the CBDC, they absolutely need people to have a biometric digital ID. The only way they're going to get that is through a big kind of crisis, 9-11 style. So what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to simulate a cyber attack, a really large cyber attack that's that's probably going to wipe out the electric grid, the internet for at least a week. And then they're going to, they're going to use that to justify having a, you know, digital ID. We need a digital ID after because there's too many bad actors, you know, and blah, blah, blah. 
And people are not going to understand the cyber attack, just like the COVID, right? It's too difficult and people, it's too technical. People won't understand it. So, you know, they'll just eat it up. They'll say, oh, well, okay, we have to, you know, be safer and everything and people are going to eat it up. So I think that's the next big false flag coming along. I could be wrong, but uh, from my research, and those are really long posts. I did two long posts. People can check out my Substack. Uh, they actually did a, I was talking about Cyber Polygon. They actually did a test run in Canada uh, last year, okay? It was supposed to be on the same day as with the Cyber Polygon like event. And it was it was actually postponed the event, but we had here in Canada, we have uh, this big uh, telecom company called Rogers is similar to Verizon in the US. And for like almost 24 hours, like it was all wiped out. You know, people could not do, use their cell phones. They could not use the internet. And I did some digging in there. There's a lot of fishy things. And I think, I thought that, I think that was a test run for, uh, for that cyber attack that they want to, install you know i talked about that on the podcast in great detail but <laughs> yeah, i think you're right <laughs> now they've talked about that and it's the same vipers right that were behind mm-hmm. event 201 it's the same vipers time and time again and that's why i wanted to lead with that video from pascal najati calling mm-hmm. these people out he says the head of the snake is in geneva switzerland and i think he's right look if we could just get rid of gavi in the world economic forum and the world health organization in the united nations we could probably pretty quickly return our world to a place of peace. But add to that the corporations and the corporate governments like the one in the United States in Washington, D.C. and yours. If we could cut the head of the snake off in some sort of peaceful way, just remove the head of the snake and return the power to the people. The people want to live in peace and harmony. It's these vipers that cause the discord. It's the vipers that have brought us into the maelstrom. It's the vipers who seek chaos because then they believe they can derive order out of chaos. And what's order? Less for you and me, less for our families and more for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these vipers, the the problem is like just with the WEF is they they, they have, they control a lot of our politicians. And another thing that's coming, uh, you had a guest on, I forget his name, Greg Radoski, or I forget his exact name or something. But he was talking about the the WHO's. Yeah, uh, that's James Rogowski. James Rogowski. And the time is running out because, of course, the puppet that we have in this country is happy to sign off our sovereignty and give it away to the World Health Organization. Yeah, I mean, I've done a a couple like uh, FOIA type requests for the IHR, which is International Health Regulations focal point, because like he said in your prior interview, like all countries have a a contact, right? And they contact each other daily with the World Health Organization. And so I asked for records for the last like a couple of years related to that, because it's not necessarily just uh, related to pandemics and viruses and things like that, but they 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 want to leave room for like a climate emergency, a quote unquote. Uh, you know, that could be the next big thing too, is they, they, we've seen this in the, in the UK, they, they want to lock people down because of climate and maybe they're, they're using a lot of these crazy like geoengineering events uh to help justify these i mean that's a theory but it's it's definitely a theory like like worth considering you know they could be doing that a lot of the 
in Canada, it was like both Justin Trudeau and our, our environment minister, Stephen Guilbeault, um, he was just like day after day after day, you know, uh, last summer with the wildfires, oh, it's all because of climate change. And I, it was actually discovered that <laughs> that the Trudeau government actually gave uh, a lot of money to the WEF to produce a report to justify, <laughs> you know, um, installing carbon taxes because of climate change you can't sure. make this stuff up this stuff up you know the, thank god there was one honest politician that that made a special request uh where she could get doc, uh, government documents you know to get the correspondence between um the government of canada officials and and the waef and it, it was discovered that well, <laughs> you know we paid them to produce these reports and then they they, they spew all this nonsense about oh it's absolutely 100 percent sure it's it's you know climate change that's causing this we have to we have to install these carbon taxes and Canadians are, excuse my French, but they're pissed off because the inflation is just rampant here. People, immigrants are even leaving now because they have, it's the cost of living in Canada has is, is gone through the roof. The cost of housing has more than doubled uh, yep. since Trudeau took power. It's just people can't stand it anymore. And they're, they're seeing through the BS and I yep. It's hitting hard here, too. Let me just say something. People are beginning to see through the BS. And uh, I just want to say one thing about this global cartel. In many ways, and I think people are starting to recognize this, in many ways, the mafia, the old school mafia, imagine the mafia, all those Scorsese movies in New York, right? The mafia, in many ways, has more integrity than this global cartel. Because the mafia, right, they might say that they're going to protect your business, even though they're the ones who are threatening your business, but you got to give them a 10% kickback. But then at least they protect your business and they don't burn it down. Look at what these people are doing to Acapulco in Maui. Not only are they not protecting your business, they're burning it down. And then they're saying it's because of climate change. So now we must pay these same criminals carbon taxes to protect us from what? What they've been doing with engineered with weather weapons. See, the mafia literally has more integrity. And by the way, the mafia, they don't go after each other's families. They don't target your wife. They don't target your kids. These people do with a bioweapon masquerading as vaccine. Look, you and I are sounding the alarm because we need to wake up humanity and humanity is waking up. But these people have so many weapons at their disposal, silent weapons for quiet wars. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I mean, there are all kinds of technologies. There's there's one called scalar technologies and uh, the use of microwaves and yeah, yep. And now and now they have many satellites. It's crazy how many satellites they have up there. You had a graphic uh, that was really interesting that I saw doing my research uh, with the Corey's uh, digs. Sure. Uh, she was showing all the satellites that that, that are going up, and and some of them, you know. Could have like uh, could have like lasers because uh, you were showing some that had lasers uh, bouncing off each other and la- lasers are a technique to to actually uh, send uh, I don't know how it works uh, specifically but to um, they can send lasers into into clouds to make it rain and there's there's different even the just the scalar um, the scalar techniques that they use uh, scalar technology uh, I just posted information about scalar tech from Deb Tavares in my most recent interview. So it's funny you mentioned that. It kind of slipped my mind as we talk about harp, chemtrails, and of course, scalar weapons. Yeah, I mean, 
like a lot of what I displayed in, in my series, and, and this is technology from like 10, 15 years ago. Who knows what the heck they have now? I mean, it, it, it's, it just must be so advanced. It's, it's incredible uh, what, what they have. Like, uh, I, I mean, even like uh, one, for example, would be... Uh, they the the reason I'm talking and I have a whole section on whistleblowers too in the the second part of my report. That's a really really fascinating um, a part of it. If people want to look at that. There's seven like pretty big whistleblowers, uh, including a U.S. Air Air Force pilot and uh, one that was involved with the logistics that you talked about too uh, on one of your prior shows. Um, I f- forgot my thought here, but um. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, like new technologies that are, are like are coming out and is that we that we don't even know about too. So yeah, we're on your website here, and uh, you know the other thing I want to mention to folks is that uh, amongst the cards that they're playing is the invasion of Europe is the invasion across the southern border, is the invasion of sovereign nations with military-aged men. And I want everybody to understand that their plan, if they get away with it, and so far they have and they are getting away with it, is they want to balkanize the United States. I want everybody to watch this clip and then I'll make another comment after. You stand right there? You stand right there? Huh? You stand right there? Yeah. Okay, then. So how long have you been in America? Near the end. You've been in America? Did you guys, they flew you in? Smart. Yeah, they flew you in America. Okay, go ahead, man. I'm done. You don't see what's going on here. And they stand right here. You see what's going on here, guys? See, I keep my eyes open. Y'all right here being entertained, want to be separate. I'm going to bring the volume down and just make a couple of comments. So I'm not sure if the person who shot this video is the same person who posted on Twitter, but it says, open your eyes, America. Biden is secretly littering American communities with millions of fighting age males. And for what purpose? Is he building a proxy army? I would say he is. And so is the United Nations. Are our enemies doing so while he looks away? No, Biden's looking straight at it. He's allowing it. So is Mayorkas. Whatever it is, it's downright dangerous for all of us. Proxy armies being built to balkanize the United States when these people are triggered and or activated is another word to attack American cities. I've said this in other interviews, Daniel. Imagine BLM or Antifa riots, but everybody's armed with weapons that they got from a local cache, which is probably in some boarded up warehouse somewhere. Imagine what will happen. Imagine the hell that will be unleashed on sovereign nations like the United States because of this invasion. I can't think of another word to describe this, Daniel, other than treason. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> treason's been happening for a very long time in the United States and uh, to some extent in Canada, too. I mean, it all comes back to what we were saying earlier. You know, it is a lot of our leaders being compromised. And it's not just by the different cartels. It's it's also a lot just by big corporations, right? I mean, just look at the the lobby in in the U.S. Like the pharmaceutical lobby is, I think, the biggest, or if not, it's like the second biggest. Um, these are very powerful corporations, and that's why when we had the these various graphics, um, I showed one of the last time we were on. 
you know, we with the, the the rich families at the top and then the BIS and so on going down and over governments, you have corporations, you know, like corporations are very, very powerful. And, uh, you know, they're, they're the ones who look in the U.S., they're the ones it's similar in Canada, too. But they're the ones who like basically fund, you know, the cam political campaigns of the, you know, the senators and representatives and. You know, they these people have to vote a certain way. You know, they're told how to vote on the different issues, especially for war. I mean, it seems like like how like besides Ron Paul, like <laughs> how many U.S. senators or representatives have like voted against war? I mean, I think even even Florida's governor now is like he's he's on board with like, you know, Israel supporting Israel and even Trump like just didn't didn't he just like. Didn't he just say that he would be like full on support of like Israel now and like yeah he did you know for one drop spill they'll you know have a a gallon whatever <laughs> like they're all Zionists again, see this uh, is the Hamas. point I make repeatedly these people are all Zionists what is Zionism yeah. Rothschild Zionism the Belfort Declaration the refounding of the state of Israel by the yeah. British government making a secret deal with the House of Rothschild so yeah. when people want to get whipsawed into these wars war after war after war in raising Gaza to the floor right erasing Gaza from history killing two million men, women, and innocent children who are stuck there, they better understand who they're serving. And that is Zionist, the Zionist House of Rothschild. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what's happening in, in Palestine and Gaza, it's just like, and you can tell the media is also, you know, bought and paid for. Um, I had a really long post called Why Society Needs Conspiracy Theories and Conspiracy Conspiracy Theorists because you know the CFR they 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 control the 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 media not just in the United States but in Germany and in Western Europe and so on. Uh, so they control the narratives and it's war 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 and you know Israel good and Hamas bad you know even though Hamas it seems like <laughs> Hamas was created by you know Netanyahu and you know. Uh, Israel, if you really look into the research, it's it's just crazy, and they're just bombing bombing the crap out of you know innocent civilians. Yeah, okay, maybe Hamas is a terrorist organization, sure, okay, but you know why? Is it, I think you showed some uh, clips from the Max Egan uh, video recently. It's just they're bombing the crap out of you know they're pulling uh, babies and infants out of like the rubble, you know like like to them it's almost like they get off on it you know like they don't care about to them it's a sacrifice to you know the ones they worship you know Moloch. i can't put i can't put it any other way and it's 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 just downright evil and like uh no you're right it's downright evil and uh, i'll play this before we part ways here uh what appears to be a weather weapon above turkey just before that earthquake on February 6, 2023, or at least this is when this was recorded, just before the uh, earthquake, could it be HARP? Could it be that action over Turkey that caused the devastating earthquake? Because again, Turkey wasn't playing ball with NATO. See, again, we see evidence of their weapons being used to get nation states to fall into line with Mr. Global. That's why you are reporting about this. It's why I will continue to report about all of this. And none of it's easy. All of it's difficult for the normies to digest because the normies 
Brother, they don't even understand what a Rothschild central bank is. And by the way, the Rothschilds control every central bank in the world, with the exception of three, one of which is in Iran. Yeah, a couple of points on that. Uh, number one is you were just talking about the earthquakes in Turkey, and not just in Turkey. There were some recently in Morocco, too. I covered this in part two of my geoengineering series. Uh, the same author, actually, of this book, if you can see it on the screen. Can you see it on the screen? Yep. Okay. So it's called Chemtrails Are Not Contrails. So it's a very technical explanation um, by a scientist named J. Marvin Herndon. And he explains, you know, exactly what chemtrails are. They're not condensation trails. I mean, that the science is pretty solid. And this author also, he he and uh, I think it's the same author of this book with uh, Dr. Mark Whiteside. They wrote um, a scientific report about the earthquake in in Turkey and how it seemed to have been um, actually fabricated by uh, different, I think it's microwave weapons, also by uh, the uh, some evil <laughs> evil entities, evil forces uh, in the United States. There's a lot of scientific evidence that points to it. And there's also some other, maybe it's more circumstantial evidence, but like basically uh, five days before the... Uh, <laughs> The earthquake, you know, they ask a lot of people from their embassies to just get get out of there. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, and I linked I linked to some of those. Uh, the UK did the same thing. Um, so you know, that's just not. I mean, it's circumstantial evidence, but like, well, is it really is it really coincidence? No, it's it's circumstantial evidence of foreknowledge. And we see stuff like that time and time again, just like we did with the texts that were evidently sent to Jews in the Twin Towers to get out prior to the attack that morning. People will say, well, that's not actually true. The evidence suggests it is true. And as we round out the conversation, guys, I know that we've just had a cursory conversation about weather weapons and geoengineering. But here's some facts that the normies do not know or understand. So what we have here, according first to the Senate and Congress and other people, are folks that will look you straight in the face and say, well, the idea of weather control, creation of earthquakes electronically and all of that's absolutely ridiculous, Mr. Fletcher, or anyone else that might ask it. However, we find out that our nation 20 years ago actually went into an entire convention that said, now that we can do it, uh, we promise that we can use it against other countries. Well, Unfortunately, uh, that promise does not include using it against ourselves here in the United States. Now, I'm going to pause it right there. You know, it's a lot like NATO promising not to surround Russia. It's a lot like Pfizer promising to deliver a vaccine that's safe and effective. And it turns out it's not a vaccine at all. It's a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Guys, are you starting to figure this out? The whole apparatus of government and corporations in bed together, that's called fascism, has been turned around on we the people, not just in the United States, but around the entire world. And I know that Daniel Fournier is doing his level best to expose all of it. Guys, here's the substack. It'll take you a while to read through, but it's worth it. Special investigation into geoengineering and weather modification in Canada. I will leave the link to Daniel's substack below. Daniel, I appreciate you. I appreciate your ability and willingness to speak truth to power. It takes courage. And sadly, a lot of folks, even though they're starting to shore up a little bit, grab themselves by the bootstraps, a lot of folks lack courage, Daniel.
Yeah, I mean, courage, what, like, I mean, the way the world's going, you know, like, I mean, people have to start speaking out. And, you know, I'm an independent journalist, and like, you won't find any any series on geoengineering weather modification by the mainstream media here in Canada. Uh, maybe some outlets in the, in the U.S. touch upon it a little bit, but, you know, people, number one, people need to be informed. So I try to educate and try, to, these are very complex topics, so I try to, I'm a long-time educator, so I, I simplify them as much as possible, give like some very simple explanations and you know examples so people can kind of like understand it better because that's step number one. Step number one, what like learn about what's going on. Step number two, get angry about it. You know, uh, one of the first comments that I had a user that was really angry. I was on a podcast like not that long ago. I said, great, you know, that's the first step. Get angry, you know, write your local politicians just for some encouraging news in the U.S. Uh, there's two states that uh, have introduced uh, state bills, uh, Rhode Island and Illinois, to ban geoengineering and weather modification in their states. So the people are working on this, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's a long struggle, but uh, the better people get informed and they get active at the local level, there are solutions to this. Uh, so it's it's you know people got to be pro proactive because if it, if people just say oh I can't do anything about it and have that kind of attitude and then you know we're just going to be trampled on like whether it's this or any other agenda you know. People need to stand, start standing up for their rights and asserting themselves and, uh, you know, have no fear, like, like speak out, you know, we, we got to speak out now before they really start to censor us, right? Well, and before they really destroy everything, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to stand up now while there's still something worth fighting for, when are you going to stand up when there's nothing left? Exactly. I mean, look at these folks in Acapulco again. They have nowhere to go. If you live in one of those condos, I don't care if it was a million dollars, two million dollars or 50 grand, you now have no home and you have nowhere to go. No power, no electricity, no internet, no food, no water. They have the ability to bring us all to our knees. And that's why everybody listening better stand up right now, get involved, stand up and speak out. Honestly, guys, it's if not for you, for your progeny and for the future of humanity. Daniel, I want to thank you so much for your time. Again, remind people how they can follow you and support you. Yeah, mostly just go to my Substack. It's fournier.substack.com. So Fournier is F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R. -E and take a look at the articles. Uh, the last big one I just posted was part three of the geoengineering series. Uh, even though it says for Canada, it applies a lot to the United States. So don't be fooled by the title. If you're American, just go and have a look at it because it, it largely applies to the United States and, and elsewhere. And I write about other topics, you know, World Economic Forum. I just started a new series, too, called Symbol Watcher, just talking about symbols earlier. Uh, another one I just started writing like recently, uh, and this was the point I forgot earlier was that I actually starting a, a series on the synagogue of Satan because you were talking about the Rothschild bankers and all that earlier. And it's funny, just yesterday I was replying to another investigative journalist comments on Twitter, and I had I had put a comment about synagogue of Satan, and, and that was I got some kind of like uh, <laughs> warning from. Twitter about that. So that's that's censorship. And one of my articles, too, is about Elon Musk. 
and how he he just wants to bring about this you know X app that exact exactly like WeChat in China, you know. And the last two years I was in China, I actually worked two like taught for two years at like we at Tencent where they make WeChat. So I know this app inside out, you know. Uh, I taught the mid-level managers, a lot of them even reporting to the CEO. So I know this company inside out. And, you know, Elon Musk has a gigafactory, his Tesla gigafactory in Shanghai. And you do not operate in China <laughs> if you're not bent to the will of the Chinese Communist Party, you know. So uh, there's a lot, stuff, a lot of stuff going on. And I cover a lot of that in that particular post. Uh, if you scroll down my my feed, it's a, it's a it's a black image with a white X. Uh, Elon Musk, he's he's definitely probably another like CIA uh, operative. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that. So, uh, you know, he's luring people back into the X platform. It's a trap. Whitney Webb wrote about this. Uh, she tweeted about this uh, often. People don't get certified and everything because once you get sucked into that, you're not you're not going to be able to get. To get out and uh it's a grand deception there people people need to really really um question the motives of people like elon musk and well we didn't even get into all this starling stuff and all the the satellite operations he's involved. i know That's i know he's deep state there. it's a conversation for another day but i want to point out that i did post this to my twitter account descent in the maelstrom with harley schlanger and the first comment i got was from somebody who said hey sean long time no here and I said, and yet I'm here almost daily, but throttled and shadow banned by Elon Musk and the Twitter CEO, Linda Yarkarino, who is a World Economic Forum acolyte. Guys, yep. it's just so clear. The battle for humanity wages on every single day. And at least we have Daniel Fournier on our side. Daniel, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you. Oh, my pleasure. It's a great pleasure to be on your show, Sean. Well, I'm glad you're able to come back. Thanks so much. Friends, I'll remind you every single day for free, check out Daniel's Substack. I'll leave the link below. And check out sgtreport.com. It is the antidote to corporate propaganda. Why do we call it that? Well, because the corporations own the six major outlets for the media, the news the American people get, and it's all propaganda and gaslighting. Guys, check us out every day at sgtreport.com. And in the meantime, may God truly bless you and yours. Bye-bye. What are scalar waves? And what do scalar wave weapons do? Bottom line, nothing in the air is safe or on the ground because any building can be penetrated and inside contents destroyed with narrower, wide, crossed beams. There is nowhere to hide. These are optimal weapons for invading. These are silent weapons that we've heard for so many, many years. You must understand, these are directed. Everything has a frequency. Everything, just like individual humans, everything has a frequency. They can direct these weapons to a specific target, and they are.